This talk is offered by Ordinary Minds Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Andrew is an Australian Dharma heir of Barry Majid and is dedicated to extending Barry's vision of a psychologically minded Zen practice adapted to the needs of students practicing in the context of their everyday lives. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. Many contemporary Zen teachers in the past, over the past few years, have often taught both uh, in the context of a Zen tradition and also in the context of an insight meditation tradition, in a sense integrating these different Buddhist traditions. In recent years also a number of uh, Zen teachers, and I include myself among them, have also started to integrate the teachings of the non-dual wisdom tradition known as Avaita Vedanta, which has its origins like Buddhism in India going right back to the Upanishads. The term, or the word, Ayadvaita, or Ayadvaita, just simply means not to. Zen also when one reads the ancient masters is also part of this non-dual wisdom tradition where you'll often find expressions such as one mind or true nature or original self like all words they are pointers to the nameless source of all things. In the Zen schools that are left in Japan, the Soto school and the Rinzai school. They have slightly different emphases in their teaching. The Rinzai school through the use of koans, which are often forms of quiet concentrated meditation, usually focusing on one word from a story. Kind of like set the student up in a sense to play upon this experience most of us have of somehow not being complete or not lacking 
this sense of when we come to a spiritual practice, the sense of the search or the seeking for that which is missing. Many times the the typical Zen stories of um, the falling asunder or the breaking apart of duality and breaking into the oneness are often quite dramatic. The Soto tradition established by Dogen comes at it from a different angle, which is very complementary to the Avaita teachings. And the angle that Dogen comes from is that we're already enlightened. So there's no need to seek. In fact, to seek is to go further away. Of course, the the koan that Dogen had as a young man was if we are already enlightened, then why is there any need to practice? That's a very good question. So although we're already enlightened, although the awareness which is awake is already present, in both the Avaita teachings and in the Dogen's teachings, there's a sense in which a sincere earnestness is, 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 is necessary. The desire for truth. The paradox is that um, this treasure house or this, this treasure that we're all seeking is so simple, so in front of our noses, like the fish swimming in water, they cannot discern or discriminate the water it swims in. So we grow up in our culture, never really becoming curious about this natural state of awareness that we already find ourselves living as. When we ask ourselves the question, am I aware, we simply pause. And become aware of the awareness that we are. That all our experiences are conditional upon this awareness. Yet, this awareness that we are goes totally unvalued and unnoticed in our culture. Rather, people are 
focused externally on other objects through which they think happiness is going to arise. Whether it be a house, a hundred million dollar lottery ticket, a PhD, a good job, a desirable partner, the list goes on and on. Recently came across a song by Australia, well, originally from uh, Scotland, Colin Hay, an Australian singer-songwriter, and the album that he put out in the 1980s, which had the I Come From the Land Down Under song on it. There's a song, and I forget the title of it now, but it's something about um, still waiting for my real life to begin, something like that. It's a very nice song, uh, which captures this sense in which it's a kind of dialogue between someone telling him to be still and let awareness shine, but the other part of him that is actually always looking at the horizon, waiting for his boat to come in, always waiting for his real life to begin sometime in the future. And he's so attached to that that he, he disregards just being here. It's a meditation. It's not really something we do, it's who we are, as Dogen says. It's already peace and blessedness. It's not something we have to attain and it's not something we can lose. But we need to take what he calls the backward step, to turn around, stop seeking the self outside of the self, <coughs> to come to the ending of the search, realize that self itself is peace, peace being synonymous with happiness a sense of absolute completeness. When we ignore the self and go off in search, because this can't be it, or there must be something else. Well, that's the recipe of suffering. It's the seeking somewhere else, or the rejection of this moment now. And as soon as we separate ourselves from the now, we create a separate self which is seeking. And a separate self, by definition, cannot be at peace. to the heart of awareness, to the heart of the matter, 
and verify and establish yourself as being this awareness, seeing clearly that you are both the witnessing and that which is witnessed. We'll say more about that later. The first step really is to appreciate the sense of witnessing. The sense of awareness as knowing prior to concepts. Just simply being with the sensations is a wonderful way of being here now. Cutting through all concepts, just keep coming back to the sensations as they are continuously changing and flowing. Seeing that you are not the sensations as they are always changing from one moment to the next. The same with perceptions. Come back to the perceptions that are arising in you, awareness. Also the thoughts and feelings that are also constantly changing. See clearly that you are not those thoughts and feelings. They are arising in you. I, awareness. As I, awareness, you are the constant presence in which they are appearing. Whereas awareness, you, do not disappear or appear. This stage of the path is sometimes referred to as the path of <coughs> discrimination or the path of differentiation where you are discriminating self as awareness from the changing phenomena, the changing scenery of your life. <coughs> in this awareness that you are. This loving awareness which has no judgment, which is totally accepting. Feel yourself bathing in the self of loving awareness. find yourself getting involved in or attaching to 
a thought emotion or an emotion thought. Step back, come back to self as loving awareness. See clearly that the emotion thought is an arising and happening, an event which is passing through you. It's just the wave on the ocean of your awareness. The awareness itself, the core of who you are, remains unperturbed, at peace. It's always at peace. This is an impersonal peace. And it's intimate, so intimate. It's the unconditional love that we are, that we open up to. that is inherently healing of all the history of emotional wounds we may have experienced in the past. So when you Sit as awareness, which is who you are. Whether in coming together like this, or at home, or even during the day, just stop and drop back into your inherent true nature, your natural state of being awareness. Make your home there. Fall in love with awareness itself. And this will provide the stability and the container for when the strong winds or storms or formations <coughs> arise at some point as they will. You will be able to embrace them all as your loving awareness.